Welcome back to the Strategy Streamcast. My name is Lex, and if you have been listening to our episodes, then you know that this is technically episode three, but it is also episode two, part two. We really went in on the deep dive in this episode, so we cut it in half and made it a two-parter. I'm really excited for you guys to hear the rest of this conversation, so enjoy. It was boarded up, right? So we we knew no one was living there. And we, we like he he casually was like, yeah, someone probably set it on fire. What? I'm like, well, that that sounds like, like a big what? deal, dude. How you just casually drop that right now? Yeah, that's that's a big deal. It's right next to us. And so uh, my next thought was like, well, hey, let's find out um who owns it. Like maybe we can buy it from them, and we'll just flip that thing too. Maybe we buy it at a discount. I love that. I I, I do love that pro- proactivity though. Yeah. I mean, that's how I would think it. I would sort of being the same if I, you know, what holds me back is having the capital. But in this situation where I'm learning more about like, it doesn't all have to be money out of my pocket yeah. and that's it. And that's what the precursor is where I'm learning more about it. And it's like, now I can say, let's bring these ideas to the table and then we can work the money thing out. That's an afterthought, honestly, yeah. but let's problem solve first. And so that's, I would be the same way. I'd be like, well, let's the house burned down. Well, let's see what we can do. Yeah. What happened though? So I, I get a hold of the, this cat who owns it, right? And turns out they were like, I, as I get them on the phone and I'm explaining, I'm like, hey, like I'm an investor in the area, blah blah blah. They go immediately, oh, let me guess, you own this property? I said, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I, you're you're absolutely right. Like, and I'm wondering how how do you know? I hadn't even told them. Yeah. I don't think that like where my house was located, but. They're like, yeah, you you own this property. I said, yeah. He says, well, that's that's the only house in that neighborhood that I don't own. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. Things are adding up. So I joined the team not too far after this because I remember this. I remember that guy owning like a ton of houses in the area. I remember. So I, I probably joined on the back end of this deal. So I, I feel pretty comfortable where I'm at with the team. They, they own all, all the houses in the neighborhood. And except for the ones that were flipped, right? And that's why they just sat on the market yeah. for so long. Yeah. Ended up getting refied or something like that. And again, I'm I'm trying to lobby. I'm I'm you know, I'm, I'm asking this guy, okay, what are the problems? Like, what are you doing? What's your strategy? And it, they're saying, Hey, I'm a buy and hold person. I buy all the homes, I board them up. I think they said that that was the sixth home they had burned down that year. And it just didn't care. You know, they've got the homes at a, at a really cheap price back in the day. The intent, the strategy is buy, hold. Uh, they weren't even being rented out. They just board them up. And then once you have to go kick homeless people out of them, uh-huh. you just, they get burned down sometimes. That was part of the cost of doing business. Quote unquote so. burned down. So this guy was just sitting on a ton of houses, got them for next to nothing. Yeah. And then waiting for, yeah. waiting for this situation where people are going in and trying to flip houses man that's like a very gross that's a very gross marketing strategy but also like it works i guess the guy has uh, you know and i imagine that they're going to do build some kind of apartments you know over there that neighborhood down the road yeah but yeah they it was holding the value of all of these flips that went on the gentrification of this area down really bad because yeah. you, you, how do you sell homes like they're all boarded up there's a bunch of homeless in the area yeah but yeah so so found that out and i, I would have never known right like looking back thought the area was transitioning i had i ever known that th- there was no way for me to know that this individual owned that entire neighborhood like there was just no way for me to know that i would have never looked into it 
I mean, yeah. hell, that, that happened to me. And even in my next few deals, I never went back to see who owns every house in the neighborhood. So, yeah. And I think we could, I think this could be a whole episode on like how we would problem solve this situation. But like, you're getting everything on your first deal. You're getting like, yeah. Not, I don't want to call this guy a slumlord. I don't know him, but you're getting this guy that's locking down this market. You're getting burnt down houses. You're getting everything, which is, it seems like worst case scenario, but honestly, if you have the grit to keep going, it's best case scenario because you're getting, you know, you don't want to be 15 deals in and then you're in this situation. You're like, fuck, I don't know. All these deals have been smooth. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> feel, I feel the same way, man. It was like even when when the brick came through the window and I'm telling my wife like, hey, yeah, the brick, you know, maybe that's normal ops for flippers. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, like maybe I don't know what I got into, yeah, but maybe oh, it's normal. Yeah. Every week, I feel like there was just something that I was like, uh, maybe, maybe this is normal. And I was like, we're going to figure this thing out. You know, strap in. We've committed. Yeah. We're going to figure this out. But I mean, if I, I, if I told you that there were never moments that I questioned it, it's, uh, hell, I, <laughs> like every project. I would think even, yeah, I was going to say, even to this day, I feel like there's a, there's moments where you're like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, how did this happen? Oh, man. Yeah. And Dude. we could talk about team dynamics and building a team. And again, I'm just noting, I'm pulling out my phone while we're recording, like making notes for future episodes. We can talk about building a team and all that stuff later. But there has to be multiple moments where you're like, fuck it, I'm out. You know, de you know, definitely you have those thoughts, right? And and uh, yeah, yeah. most of those, like I will say, like our, our our team has been phenomenal so far, and it's it's been really cool. I, I agree. mean, you know, we have a team of of volunteers and people that are partners are willing to work. I agree. But it, it's been an interesting dynamic, and and definitely one that that has its own challenges when like keeping people motivated and how do we find deals for everyone? But um, I agree. On Atlanta. So we had the we had the crack brick, brick thrown through the window. Yeah, you had the house burned down. Yeah, man. And despite you know other you know a few other setbacks on the thing, we get it freaking done, ready to go. We list it, and um, guess what, man? Give me a time. Give me a time frame. Give me a time frame on this. So you find the deal. We started the deal in um, September. Okay. And I think we put it on the market in December. Wow. We, that's we, a lot. It, was, it was like a four month deal. And that's, that's, a lot that's to kind of where we in, in that area, but that's a great, oh, uh, for oh, me, that's no, a good timeline. And Lex, it's, it's not over yet, my dude. Do you remember? Cause you, you were probably with us, <laughs> man. With, in December, I was with you. Uh, guys. That's what I joined. Yeah. So we list it. We put the staging furniture in there. I remember we get this. a call one day, <laughs> dude. Okay. Let yes. me just tell some backstory here. Yeah. The staging furniture asked me, they, they wanted me to sign insurance and it was like a few hundred dollars. It was like $400 or something. And I'm like, I'm not paying $400 for insurance on staging furniture. Yeah. Like who's going to be jumping around on it. Who's going to break it. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the worst. We're going to have a couple open houses. Like what's, what's the worst. Yeah, dude. Unless kids are in there. Yeah. No one's going to drop ice cream on dude. it. I'm not going to pay insurance. I'm with you. Me being really naive. Thought that the insurance was to protect the damage on it, right? I never thought that I would get the phone call I did the next week when all of the staging furniture was stolen. For the people listening at home, I joined this week. Dude. And so these guys have – Yeah. That's a lot of experience and a lot of aging really fast. Uh, so I'm joining and these guys have dealt with a lot of this. They're in – they're in uh, sort of reactionary mode at this point. So I'm like, okay, these guys got experience. I need to catch up. I, ha I got – not a lot to add to it because I don't have the you know the reps in, but listening to it, it's like okay, this guy, 
we're in it. We're in a situation now, and I'm going to let Dustin talk more about the situation. But this is timeline wise. If you're if you're in for the timeline, this is when I joined the team. You didn't get the insurance. Let's just say that. But what happened because of that? Didn't get the insurance. Karma. So uh, I I hope it didn't happen because I didn't get the insurance. <laughs> that's a, that's another yeah. conversation. Yeah. But um. Yeah, man. So all of the staging furniture gets stolen out of it, like $10,000 worth of furniture gone, right? Stolen. We're talking to our realtor. We get, we finally get in touch with the cops, and we're, we're trying to ask them. And the cop is like, well, Dustin, the, the door was locked when we showed up. Both. And the realtor, yeah. you know, obviously didn't go in the house or anything yet either. Dude, you know how we realized that the staging furniture was gone? Let me rewind a little bit. Yeah. Was because we paid to go add new photos, like the 360 view where you can go in and click. Uh, Dude, our photos were posted online. <laughs> and the, when we saw them for the staging, that's when we realized all of the furniture was gone. I, I This may, may be telling for me. I was so eager to get into the real estate game that I joined the team at this point And I was like, these guys got it figured out. Meanwhile, I'm like glassy eyed. Like these guys got it figured out and they're pissed off at this point because they're like, this is a nightmare, a nightmare scenario. Dude. When did, when would we ever expect this to happen? But again, kudos to you guys for not being like, yeah, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> this is too much. I'm not uh -huh. doing this anymore. Just get rid of it. Whatever. You're like lessons learned. I, that's my, my respect. Tons of my respect for that. It was on the first deal. I do. Wait, again, we learned, we learned so much and we ended up, uh, dropping the price on that house. You know, we left it on the market for a little while and it, a little while it wasn't on the market for a month. I don't think, but we, we dropped the price. We ended up breaking even on that house. And again, you'll hear me say this multiple times. We paid tuition with our time, probably some stress, a lot of stress involved in there, but man, it was, a. Yeah. It was it was a pivotal moment. We we learned a lot, and before that project was even ever over, we were already pivoting into our second and third deal. Man, if you remember, we started yeah, scaling yeah. up quickly. Like we started ramping up in December, yeah. January is when we bought two houses in uh, San Antonio. And again, that's why I say it. Like I joined this team, and yeah, we're dealing with that. But it seems like they they're relatively cool. Like we're problem solvers, and that's one thing that I can say about strategy stream squared so far we have been problem solvers and so I, I joined the team they're problem solving the hell out of that whether it's a best case scenario or not problem solving the hell out of that and we're also scaling so i'm like damn i have to catch up i don't know what i'm doing these guys are gonna be like what the fuck is lex here for <laughs> so i need to i need to show some results and it's it's so refreshing to be like we really don't know yet like the i i feel like not saying that I helped create the processes, but like, yeah, you did the process yeah. that we have. I feel like I actually was a part of it because I thought they were already established, but I joined when we were establishing them. Dude. So it's like, that's refreshing. I feel more validated as a team member building it while we're flying it, man. It's been a journey <laughs> yeah. for sure. It's been a journey. The, the, the furniture got stolen. We figured out how. What do we do next? What happened well, next? So, so we we never figured out how. We just knew it did. It was gone. We figured out it was and, gone. <laughs> we figured out know, it was gone. You're the right. The people, you know, I I remember getting further. They're like, oh yeah, well we need to add cameras. I'm like, well the cameras are just gonna show us that we someone robbed us. Yeah, yeah that someone is robbing. We need us. alarm system. We need something else. Like you know, unless we're monitoring the cameras every time they get alerts, like we're you know yeah. we we're not gonna prosecute anyone homeless and what have you but yeah so we got robbed 
uh, we, we got our new pictures up. We got uh, we we had a few deals on that, a few offers on that house, despite the neighborhood. And then the last one we ended up going with was a, it was a break even deal, and we did it. We were happy to get the money back, recoup from there, and got into San Antonio. Man, like I said, before we were even done with Atlanta, we already started setting in motion the new team we were going to work with in San Antonio. And we were really optimistic, really looking forward to San Antonio. In, you know, I haven't made any, and they're going to find this out in other episodes, right? We haven't made profit on the, mm-hmm. the few flips, right? I mean, we, we're finishing up. We did a wholesale deal. We've mm-hmm. completed two flips now. And one will be finished up in June or July timeframe. But, I mean, we that that's okay. I mean, we, we see it as paying that tuition yeah. with our time. Yeah. And it, it, we're gaining experience. I can I can't tell you how much I've learned from these four deals that I could never learn anywhere else. You know what I mean? You you can go and get your real yeah. estate license. You could do all this stuff. But even, you know, I have real estate friends that are like, you get your license and that's nothing. Like becoming yeah. a realtor is that's nothing. Getting your real estate license and learning all that information until you apply it to multiple deals, you don't know anything. And and this is invaluable. You could pay, we talked about in the last episode, you could pay a coach $5,000, $10,000 to get the book. But like, this is what that coach did. Take the lumps, learn it themselves yeah. and figure it out. So we're, we're in a good situation. I'm glad it was my first deal, right? Like you said, if, if, if we had made $40,000 on that deal and had no bumps there, we would have thought we were killing it, man. We wouldn't have any systems yeah. and processes. And then we it would have hurt. Saying, yeah, it would have yeah, hurt we, way more. <laughs> we were we would have been smooth sailing, dude. We wouldn't have even looked back. Yeah. We're like, oh, flipping this is for the birds, man. We just taking candy Flip from babies, fucking, dude. Yeah. Flip is fucking easy. We're be millionaires yeah. soon, but yeah. man. So if this would have been the second deal, it would have hurt so much more. If you had like a nothing first deal, like you flip it, no contest, no problems, no bricks yeah. through the window, it just sells. And then this was your second deal, dude. you'd be like, oh my oh, god, yeah. I'm wrecked. Yeah. And so this was a great first deal. It's weird to say that, right? Because yeah. you you had a roller coaster of emotions, I would yeah. imagine. For sure. You start out, you you make the LLC, you're excited, you got a little bit of experience, you have houses, you're going through, you you you're excited, you're in, you got a good partner, everything's great, and then it's just like brick, <laughs> yeah. fire. Stole yeah, how, <laughs> yeah, like, how much are you willing to take, what am I man? That's <laughs> what I thought the universe was asking me at the time. I was like, yeah. damn, I don't know if I was cut out for this. Yeah, yeah this. Do you really want this? Yeah, this might. Yeah, have been yeah a do mistake. you really want this? <laughs> but has it gotten? We're going to talk about multiple deals afterwards. Has it gotten smoother, or has it gotten you're more to the point where you realize that it's problem solving. I think you realize um, that that's the game. Yeah, man. I mean, cause you can imagine those were some freak out moments. Some of those. And those are huge. Like I, I'm freaking out even especially being, it. you know, thinking like, Oh yeah. Like I, you know, it, it my thing was, I, I didn't mind it. If, if I had put all of my money in this deal and then lost all of my money, it wouldn't be a big deal, yeah. right? It's not the end of the world. I, I'm working a W two job. I would recover. My thought was like the idea of losing someone else's money was something yeah. that I would not. And I will be able say, to I will say that's, I will say that something that I respect about you, man, is that if anyone else's money is involved, it, it, okay. First of all, if it's your money, I'm not saying you're lackluster right. about it. I'm not saying you're like, oh, whatever, it's my money. I'm fucking rich. You're not rich. Right. You know, it's not like you're like, whatever, I just threw money down the drain. I don't care. 
that's not the situation. You can you can internalize that. You can deal with that yourself. I lost thirty thousand dollars. It fucking hurts. Yeah, but it's <laughs> not me. invested anymore. You know, it's, like, yeah, it's yeah. me. I quit. Yeah. Fuck it. My wife is yeah. real mad at me. Yeah. I got to get an apartment for myself. Yeah. Like it's a it's a bad situation for me, but I can handle it. But you take it to almost like a next level oh. when it's someone else's money. You, I mean, you take it to almost like an aggressive. We won't lose that person's money. Like, and we've talked yeah. about it. I would rather lose my money. You would rather lose your money than lose someone else's money. Yeah. And anytime. And I respect that. Like I have a, I think you're an idiot yeah. personally from like me and you being <laughs> yeah. friends. I think you're an idiot, but you have my utmost respect just from like your business acumen. And you know, we are, I, I say it every time, like we're accountability partners and I have your respect in that personally. I yeah. Think you're an idiot. Man, but, yeah, we have, <laughs> evalu- reevaluate some things, right? But uh, that's funny. Is um, but yeah, when it is someone else's money, um, yeah, I feel like there, I, I would, I would hope that's how someone would treat mine, right? And you know, I've never in the, been yeah, in the process yeah. of like lending other people money, but I feel like that's the only way to be. And it's like if we're losing our money, if it's mine and yours, that's one thing. But man, if we we ask someone. They didn't just invest in that project with us, right? Like if, if you and I are going around raising money, like they invested in Dustin and Lex. They invested in Strategy Stream Squared, yep. which means that's our name on this. We dude, come hell or high water, mm-hmm. this person's getting their money back if we're paying them out of pocket. You know, we we signed this promissory note and we took out a loan from them. They're we're not about to lose their money. Like it doesn't matter what the deal is, we're gonna and figure it out. Part of me part of me joining part of me joining strategy stream was like, this is my end to real estate. But before I, you know, before we finally made the leap, like I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, this is my goal in life is to help grow this. What made it easy was like, you and I had those yeah. aligned goals. Like we care about people before profits. And that's the cornerstone, but we have our, 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 our focus is on as a group, but like, that's the one that's the most important to me. And, and, and knowing that you have that, it's good for me. Like I can lose money. I can, I can, my wife, I can sweet talk my wife yeah. any day of the week. I mean, probably to the point, I mean, she's probably like, you're not that smooth <laughs> motherfucker, but losing money, we can recuperate. We have W2s. Like it's, we can make it happen. We're smart enough about our money that, Unless it's like a million dollar deal and we're crazy in debt, we're good. Taking a loss fucking sucks, but we learn from it. I'm the same way. I could never lose anyone else's money because I would never expect someone else to be that way, that cavalier yeah. about my money. Like sending a text, lost your money, man. My bad. Charge it to like, the I game, my dude. <laughs> I could never do that. Yeah, but the I next time we that. got you. Yeah. Send us another, you know, 10K. Yeah. We got you. Um, I'm the same way. And that's something that I respect about you. I, I don't want to give you any more compliments than I already have. Yeah, you shouldn't. But Atlanta is a, and if you're into real estate, if you're not just here for me and Dustin's hot takes, and if you're into real estate, you knew, you knew that Atlanta was an emerging market. All of us, we all know about what markets are hotter right now. We all know about where we're going to shove our money. As soon as we hear it, we're like, fuck, we got to find properties in atlanta we got to go to san antonio we have to go to denver but we all know that and we all try to actively make our moves into those areas atlanta is something that we've sort of ventured out of but we did do another deal in atlanta we have one currently 
Yeah. You want to touch on that for a little bit? Yeah, man. Um, that deal is, oh, you know what we learned with this deal? This is our, this is our third, our fourth deal this year in the last few months Mm -hmm. and permits. This is a house, you know, the division deal only took us about four months to do like of construction time. And that was where we wanted to stay, man. We wanted to say, Hey, we come in, we're not doing like a lot of foundation work. We're not going to do additions. We want to do these like three to five month deals, you know, not going for like the biggest money either. We're just kind of, Hey, this is, we want to be consistent. We want to demonstrate profits are repeatable. Right. And um, also in this situation, we just did a deal. We closed it, whether we made profits, whether we broke even, we had the, in you know, our heads, we just did the worst case scenario deal and broke even. Yeah. So let's see if we can do, we can learn, we can make some processes, we can figure it out and let's do it a different way. This is a good market. It, we can make profits. Dude. And, and all of that too, it was no one on our team. Like we never looked at our team internally between the partners, yeah. our general contractor or Adam, our wholesaler, like anyone. Yeah. And we're like, Hey man, it All-star was, team. it was like, it, it, here was our weak link, right? It was, yeah. it was bad luck, bad timing, a bad area. Um, but yeah, we, we got into another deal and it, it's going to be coming up. We'll have to, we'll have to talk about this in another episode, but this one, okay, the man. lessons learned we're around the permits. I told you we, we did not want to get into like additions or foundation work, things like that. Man, of course, our, our our last project, we took on a house that needed an addition. We're adding 500 square feet to it, a whole master bedroom. It's going to yeah. be – dude, Alex is going to do some awesome work on it. It's going to be great. It's going to yeah. be finished in July. But we had to do an addition, and the city got us, man. I bet we killed – I bet we waited two months. All in all, when I I could look back, I'll pull up our timeline on our next chat when we look at Atlanta and look at the timeline. I bet we had two months where we just sat in the water waiting on permits, man. I'll tell you right now, I knew about Atlanta. I, I took over the social media at that point. I talked about it a lot. But as we like worked on other things and San Antonio took a lot of our attention, I forgot about it. Uh, We would be at our weekly meetings, which our weekly meetings, I don't want to, I don't, you know, we talk about it multiple times. I don't want to say that they're like annoying or they're something we don't look forward to. Our, our weekly meetings are to touch base, get everything together. And when we would talk about Atlanta and those weekly meetings, I'm like, oh yeah, we have a property there. That's like locked up. Yeah. It it was like, it was like no updates. That's what sucks. Right. It was like, it would keep me in mind. Like, oh, we do have a property there. And, and that's, you know, the drag about those meetings, right. The, The part where I think, what people hate is is the updates part. It's like, oh yeah, everyone come first fifteen minutes. What'd you do? What do you need to do? Here's like here, it's an update meeting, and yeah. I like I hate update meetings, man. Like I Me hate too. update yeah. meetings at work. I hate them anywhere. Like we got to figure something out. We have to pivot away, and you know we've tried several well, things. We for get, the meetings. I think we've gotten better. I think we've we roll through, and I don't want to go. We can do a whole episode about meetings, but I think we've we've gotten a good flow down where we knock it out. No one wants to do it. We knock it out real quick. No, no real conversation about it. We just knock it out real quick, and then we go to our discussion topics. And then that's where we—that's our bread and butter, man. Our real strategy sessions are, are our bread and butter. Agree. It's in the name, man. We it's knew in the it. name. Brandon. It's in the name. Square. But... We do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do yeah. you think about it, Atlanta? We we have we have a we currently have a process down. We currently have a property there that's going to close. Uh, do you want to do you want to keep playing around in Atlanta or do you want to cut ties with it? I know we're going to talk about 
our pivots later. So let's not get into that. But like, are you like, okay, Atlanta, we're, Dude, we're done. I know some things have so, changed there. Okay. So, you know, we, we got burned in our first deal, broke even. We, we've we had uh, the second deal. We had the permit issues in Atlanta, but man, there are people making a lot of money in that city. It's, it's a strong short-term rental market. It, um, flipping, I mean, there's a lot of just big players there. And I think yeah. like when we talk about our pivot, you know, I think getting away from some of those bigger players in a market yeah. to where we can demonstrate this is repeatable. What repeatable. I don't know is, <clears throat> oh, go ahead. No, 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 I was, I was uh, before you said repeatable, I was with you. Man, we, it, it's hard. It's hard for me to say, man. I, again, I, I think I, I feel more comfortable in a market where we don't have all of those players, but dude, you can't put a price to have Adam boots on ground in the area. And then you got yeah. Alex, the GC. I mean, they, I can appreciate like a, that about you, team. man. I could, I could appreciate that you don't say no, that you're not like, no, we're out. We're cutting ties with it. We had some, we had the crazy experience, first deal. And then we had this lockdown experience, second deal. Great experiences. But like, I don't know if I want to mess with another experience like that. But I can appreciate yeah. that you're like, I don't want to say no, because the option's there. But let's. Let's do what we're doing. Let's do what we're doing somewhere else and, and, and build those reps. It's reps. It's building capital. It's proving that we have a process that is repeatable for profits. And, the, you know, the thing, you know, circling back is we have people in Atlanta that we trust. And, like, that yeah. is so big. If you're doing out-of-state, you know, and, you know, geographically separated locations where you're trying to do business. If you don't have people yeah. that you trust, like that is just huge. And I, I wish we could do business in Austin. It's rough. Yeah. I can, ima <laughs> I can rough, imagine, rough. man, yeah. but it's yeah, at, at Atlanta to be determined. We'll see what's next and we'll see how, how business yeah. starts rocking and rolling. I just like us. that. I just, I love that you're not closed off to it because we do. If you're in to real estate, you follow bigger pockets, you follow all the trending sites, you know, Atlanta's a hot market. You know, all these places are hot markets, but it's also really competitive. Like it, real estate's great everywhere. It really is. And that's something that I've learned is that you just have to make it work for you. If you're trying to make huge money, maybe you don't want to pedal in these smaller towns, but it's great everywhere. And you just have to kind of figure it out for what your, your goals are. And yeah, we're Atlanta is not closed off, but as of right now, we're, we're pivoting and we'll talk about the pivot later. Are there any other are there any other lessons learned? If I if I came to you right now, you're my mentor. Let's just play it that way. You are my mentor. What again, whether you like to be, whether you admit it or not. If I came to you and I was like, man, I heard about your Atlanta stuff, like I'm working on some deals over here. What would you give me like lessons learned? If you had any like closing remarks on Atlanta, what would it be? And I know these are your first two, so you kind of have to like take some. Oh lungs. man. With, I'll put you on the spot. With, yeah, with Atlanta specifically, dude. I think, you know, in, in the bigger metro areas, your your location, I feel like, matters more than anything, man. I would rather, and and you know, there there's gonna be some professionals that may disagree with this, right? I would rather overpay for a house in a really good area in a metro in a major metro market than underpay for a house in a shitty location. And you yeah. know, there's. That, that, that's going to be, you know, case by case basis. But I think the location in a major city, like the appreciation that we've seen in like Atlanta, hell up here in DC, Dallas, Austin, like those cities, man, Austin, is yeah, just sure. unprecedented. And so it's unbelievable. I, I would say All pick right. your 
your project based on the location. And, and what you said about you know the underpaying, it's more variables. Like you, and that's where you have a team set in place for analysis. There's more variables. Is there something up and coming? Do you have like a stadium being built next to the area? Do you have, is the next five years, can you, can you afford holding a property for the next five years for the appreciation? There's there's so many more variables on that. that, That's something that we've done, you know, and when we get the house, like the, the, the number one plan for the last few have been, Hey, we want to flip these. But when we do that evaluation and, you know, underwriting, we we're saying, okay, well, what's it look like as a rental? What's it look like as a short term rental? Can it be used like that way? We have that exit strategy in place and we know when we get it. Hey, Mm -hmm. COA one, flip it. COA two, we're going to short term rent it. COA three, we're going to long term rent it. We're going to figure it out. We have plans. Um, and do we've we've done this exercise for for the last the last two houses that we've listed, we find ourselves going through that same exercise. When it comes time to list, you're running those numbers again. Yeah. What's it going to look like as a as a rental? When do we refinance it? Things like that. If you're listening, if you're listening to the podcast at this point, you're here. Same, for the oh, dude. We're. I mean, that's opinions. the thing, dude. I'm a rookie, man. I mean, you think we, learn, we started this thing so eight months ago? You're with me. We're. I mean, we're about to do what we call our our third strategy. Yeah. Um, session right so that's yeah. our, that's our third it's our third quarter i mean we're entering our ninth month pretty soon of being in business and man we we've we've scaled we've we've grown we've learned we're going to do an episode about sort of our quarterly strategy se- sessions and what they look like compare one to two and what we're looking for in three and i'm really looking forward to that one because dustin again at the base of this if you're listening you're here for us it's kind of cool, what man. we're doing and it's also just like me and Dustin's brainstorming session because it wasn't that at first when I mean, we planned it out and I was like, Oh, we're going to talk about Atlanta. I didn't realize I didn't know that much about Atlanta. It reassured me as a member of the team. Story time. You're, you're here for the ride as a listener. You're, you're part of the family now. That's what it is. Story time. I, I think, you know, as a, as a new investor or something like that, like this would have been a fun thing to listen to. Right as a drive like I would have been I would have appreciated you know the 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 bad and the transparency and things like that that's what I would have liked yeah yeah if you had your first deal if you had your first deal you're like yeah me too man I want those me too moments so if you are listening and you have those me too moments like hit me up like yeah I I did something similar and to the brothers and sisters though who had their first second and third deal and it went really well you better be taking notes because (laughs) if you're 15 if you're 15 deals in stop Cash out. Stop investing. <laughs> no, because you no, can't well, take I mean, a hit, no, can't take a they, hit well, like hopefully, this. We need them to call us anyways because we want to know about their processes and systems, right? But, yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. If you've done a few deals. Well, like, oh, we signed. Yeah, if you've done 15 deals smooth, <laughs> what market are you in? <laughs> where are you at? Yeah, where? Let us know. Let us you know. need partners. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely willing to help you out. Yeah, man. <laughs> what do you need? Yeah, that's episode two of the podcast. It has been a blast. Um, whether Dustin sticks with me through this, I think it's going to be a great thing. And I appreciate you guys listening. Dustin appreciates you guys listening. And uh, we'll see you in episode three, where we're going to talk about the boogie monster, San Antonio. Yeah, man, that was fun. And I don't want to talk about San Antonio. I don't want to talk about San Antonio like it's a crappy market because if you listen anywhere else, they're like San Antonio is booming, Houston, lots booming. of money to be made it's there. Great. And I am, yeah. and I agree. 
We just suck. We're just saying <laughs> I mean, that we're, we're in a weird situation with San Antonio. So we have a weird relationship with San Antonio. Yeah. And I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs>